The void sea laps at the sand beyond South Point's lightning barrier, quietly caressing the shattered isles in hopes one day they may reciprocate and sink into its depths. The Imperial Railways have connections between each of the four islands, railroads built to avoid disturbing the dangerous peace of the ink-dark water. Far from the disturbance of Leviathans, the inner void sea unsettles in charms with tiny points of light far below the surface. Arrayed in strange constellations, they shine like clear stars, but are not reflections of the sky above. Such a sight makes one dream of another sky below, and perhaps another land, maybe a more fortunate inversion of this wretched one. The Pride of Duskwall prepares to depart for Bright Harbor on the Isle of Eruvia, crossing directly over the Void Sea for the journey. While the locomotive's gaze will not be turned by even this most dazzling invitation, it will be up to the Lion Bulls' diligence to keep the train from surrendering to the Void Sea's depths. <laughs> Me off to overcome that inertia. Oof. You know what's strong enough to overcome inertia? A motherfucking train. All right. It's locomotive. It's amazing. Electroplasm. So good. <laughs> Welcome back to Ghosts on a Train. This is a podcast where we play Ghost Lines, an RPG by John Harper. I'm your conductor, Greg. I'm Hannah. I play Andrew Anderson, a uh, child. That's her main deal, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I'm Guy, I play Pip. He's drunk. That's his main deal, I guess. Or is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean... For the moment. For the most part. Um, Hi, I'm Stefan. I play Drix, and he is uh, the cowboy of the rails. I guess that's his main deal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, our line... What is your main deal? Hmm? I'm I'm the conductor. That's my main deal. Um, What does that mean? I I run this joint, run this game... Um, who run the world? Right. Um, <laughs> that's that's true, technically. In this, so, so the pride of Duskwall, the uh, Imperial Way of Railways locomotive, is preparing to leave to leave South Point originally for the Imperial City. However, Pippin McKeel has pulled some strings, and um, instead, Candace the uh, middle-aged woman with the cigarette holder in the office car of the train gets uh, gets a hold, uh, gets a telegram, and with a shocked expression on her face, uh, starts shouting out to uh, Trevor, the engineer. What the? Hey, Mr. Walker just came in. We've, we've got a new, we got a new course. We're not, Trevor, Trevor, different track, different track. We're going, we're going south. Uh, uh, south, ma'am? Like, south of the South Point? Like, to Arubia? Yes. Going to Bright Harbor, okay? Oh, all right. The Pride of Duskwall is a uh, multi-car train carrying passengers and freight. And the very back, um, the caboose of the train is being reattached as it's just gotten uh, a big new facelift. There is a uh, big, impressive rail grinder on the end. A tool that will uh, smooth 
rails as the Pride of Duskwall passes by, just leveling the mouth a little bit. No substitute for proper maintenance, but uh, allows for greater time between sending people out to dangerously maintain the track. Uh, that caboose is entirely metal, um, and while it once just housed the suit repair for the line bowls, now houses half a dozen uh, formerly homeless laborers that were found. Here they have uh, constructed a fancy workshop where they uh, maintained and worshipped a unicycle. Uh, <laughs> and they've got they've got uh, six uh, hammocks crisscrossed uh, and a seventh one. Uh, well, crisscrossed throughout, and a seventh one uh, way up top on the ceiling. Uh, hammocks being used, not attached to the doors on the side. Unlike other uh, cars of this train, the caboose uh, now has doors allowing you to directly exit uh, from the side of the train rather than the top or going through the train itself. In front of that is the Leviathan Belly uh, tanker for a plasm. It's round with struts and a flat top. There's a rubbery protective lining insulating from the uh, electrical potential of the plasm. Uh, Clips for the line bowls to repel from, and a uh, switch that ought never be pressed (laughs) to uh, funnel the contents into the train to allow a boost. Uh, Next up is the horribly maintained freight box car overpacked with a uh, eternal rat problem, now made more ominous thanks to Pippin McKeel's encounter with an entity known as the King of Rats. Fucking wild. Uh, notably, the freight box car is the hub of a bit of a uh, magnetic tube system for messages, uh, discrete messages throughout the train, as well as a space uh, between the cars specifically wide enough uh, for the line bolts to more easily be deployed. Candace herself is in the office car, which is in front of that. She's a woman with a cigarette holder, uh, middle-aged, sitting behind a desk. Uh, the room beyond her desk and a telegraph that gets connected to the metal of the rails. Several safe-like secret compartments and puzzle boxes and things line all the walls, the secrets of which perhaps even Candace doesn't know all of them. There is also, of course, a weird corner that nobody talks about with a horrible stain. Less said about that, the better. Mm. Up ahead of that is the crew car, uh, also known as the bullpen, uh, where the line bowls stay. That has bunk beds, uh, three used, one open. Yay! A uh, Geist brand folding gaming table uh, that's used for everything. A kind of food, uh, electrical-powered refrigeration food storage deal near uh, a bit of a mini bar. Used by one Pippin McKeel. Up ahead of that, we have the passenger car, where there is a confession booth belonging to uh, the holy man, Mr. McLaremont, uh, tending to the spiritual needs of the uh, flock, a uh, Severosi uh, gentleman. Uh, there is no metal inside of the passenger car, everything being made of ceramic uh, and wood. A Faraday cage. Uh, ensures that ghosts cannot enter or unfortunately exit um, the passenger car itself. But when would a ghost get in the passenger car? When would a ghost get in the passenger car? Um, Never. Who looks directly uh, at camera. And while at the moment the Pride of Duskwall lacks a dining car, 
there is a, a setup for a food dehydration rehydration. <laughs> uh, so a lot of a lot of great jerky going on here. In front of the passenger car is the more deluxe parlor car. Passengers can pay extra for uh, being allowed here. Uh, pets are allowed in the parlor car, and there are accommodations for it. Um, there are coin-operated seats. Uh, they do not massage you. They are just tremendously uncomfortable unless you put a coin inside of them, in which case they recline and uh, the cushions get softer. Dominating most of the car is a hot tub with champagne. Some would say a gross misuse of uh, plasm. And uh, there to watch over it all is uh, Georgie, uh, Scovlander, um, yeah, a woman with a hospitality degree uh, in a plaid skirt beret. Up front, the face of the Pride of Duskwall is the locomotive, um, which has a section to anachronistically let out a, a bit of a train whistle and uh, belch fire and smoke in the shape of a mustache. There is a locked closet that none but authorized personnel may enter. The authorized personnel being Trevor, uh, the engineer on the train, who doesn't do a whole lot, as for the most part, the train is autonomous. Now, our three line bowls um, are in the... We're getting onto the crew car now. I think Drix has been here since last night. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what does Drix look like? Uh, Drix is a tall, broad, severosi man. Dark skin, curly hair, uh, curly black hair. He, he he's like real barrel chested. He's always wearing a signature cowboy hat, uh, though he is sporting a new cowboy hat as of this episode. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to some favors that he called in over or over their last layover. And yeah, he, uh, I, I, I think he, after having a pretty rough layover, came back for some good old R&R. <laughs> Drix, you are awakened to the announcement that uh, instead of going to the Imperial City, you're instead going to Bright Harbor in Aruvia. Well, that's odd. Weren't we supposed to... <sighs> well, I guess I should see something about this, blah, 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 blah. <sighs> All Entering right. the crew car is uh, young Andrew Anderson. Hello! You were informed as you entered about the change. Drix, did you hear we're going to Aruvia? Yeah, I, uh, they just, they just announced it. It's weird, right? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of excited. I get to go home. I mean, not home home. I'm not from, I'm not from Bright Harbor, but I think we'll pass through home. Aww. I can see all my friends at the orphanage. Oh, that's great, little Spurs. I'm actually, that's, that's, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. I'm excited. You can maybe meet them too. If you want to hang out with a bunch of children. <laughs> it's, well, a, it's a trap, Drix. You're an adult. Well, now, now it sounds, uh, now it sounds bad if I were to say yes, now wouldn't it? <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. At, at sounding bad. Pippin Mc- oh, hold on a second. Andrel, describe yourself. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I guess we're doing this. Um, Andrel is a young girl of 13 years old. Um, she is tall for her age, but her age is 13. So that's still like pretty short. 
Um, she is Aruvian, copper skin, short black hair, um, and a nice little toothy smile that speaks of mischief. Uh, and yeah, as as talking about uh, something seeming wrong, that's when uh, Pippin McKeel enters. Guy, would you describe Pip to me? Uh, Pip is Pip is also like tall, but unlike sort of Andrel or Drix, where it looks mostly normal. Uh, Pip is fairly like lanky and awkward in his proportions, with a big kind of uh, distended nose and. Not a uh, great posture. He looks shorter than he actually is. He he always looks kind of unsteady on his feet, which is mostly true because he is usually not sober. It definitely is good that we describe our characters like every once in a while, but with Pip specifically, I think he basically looks how he sounds. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's pretty accurate. No, that that reads. Oh, well, it's totally a sin. We're going to Aruvia instead of the Imperial City. Oh, Gotta yeah. hang out with my friends from the orphanage. You do that. That's, that's good. Aren't you from the Imperial City? Are you sad you don't get to go home? No. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was a real strong response. That was very abrupt, yes. He didn't need to think about it at all. And he's Pip. He usually spends a little time going like, Oh, yeah, die, yeah. Die. Before oh, he says things, I think it's I think it's a little bit more like oh. Either way, it's got, it, like it starts low and then it gets higher and then yep. it turns into a word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pip kind of like stands there, just sort of like <laughs> listening to this with just like a gradually increasing scowl on his face, uh, and then, then like thinks better of it and just turns around, and goes back to the bullpen. Oh, bye, Pip. Wait, we're in the bullpen. Well, he probably just goes to the bar. Oh, okay. So, Greg, I have a question for you. Does Georgie sleep on the train? <laughs> I, I... Where the fuck else would Georgie sleep? I don't know. Did she, Did she? you know, get a place probably. in town for her layover? Probably, yeah. I, I don't know. Hmm. Because hmm. Candace, Candace, you know, left with her DTF bag and just, just totally... Down to Fiesta. Um... <laughs> you're right, you're right. Down to Fiesta. <laughs> gotta specify, gotta specify. I, for, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> um, uh, do, you, do you want her to? Uh, if she doesn't have to, then no. Because Drix is going to use that, or Drix will have to use that hot tub. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? She's, she's got she's got money. Cool, 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 cool. Um, Drix, uh, Drix leads down to Andrew and goes, or Drix leads down to Andrew after like looking sideways conspiratorially and goes, "The hot tub is great, actually." <gasps> you used it? I did. Oh my god! You didn't get caught? Not yet. Oh my god. Oh my god, okay, okay, I'll try it on next layover. Yeah. I, had, I had stuff to do this time, but I'll try it on next layover. After a bit of Leviathan hunting, I, I, I really needed it. Also, oh. these kids gave me a songogram, and I guess that means something entirely different here. <laughs> what does it mean here? It means they it means they punch you in the gonads. Oh, <laughs> Can, can you believe that? That's not what it means in Aruvia. 
Yeah, it's it's not what it means in Severus either. But <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to be careful about asking for things in Akeros. I mean, well, exactly. you don't have one person from Akeros here. Well, Pip's drinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He Pip sure is. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so speaking of talking about time of layovers, I, I had a thought that was like, it was bugging me, and I, but only in the fact that I was wondering if it was bugging anybody, any listener, and uh, and I just want to make something clear, that like, so the train journeys are like, they're like at least a day, if not a little bit more, considering prep time, and downtime, like, it's not necessarily all one big night, it's probably like a couple days to maybe even like a week or whatever, so if you're wondering how long, how much time has passed... thanks greg like i don't know uh, potentially like an earth month because months in the shattered isles are in 60 day increments Hmm. but yeah so so these guys haven't been going non-stop non-stop Sorry, it was, just a, it was just a thing that like I was thinking of during. Yeah, the, no. Oh no, no, totally. Right. It's good. It's good to you know. Keep it up. But yeah, nah. Drix, uh, <laughs> Drix definitely snuck in. Hat, enjoyed that hot tub, and then went to sleep. <laughs> All right, Pip. So there behind the bar. Where have you put that picture frame? Uh, I think Pip is back, like behind the bar, or at least like mixing something. Yeah. Uh, he actually keeps it in sort of like the one place where no one will really check ironically enough and it is sort of like the uh there's a little cabinet in the bar filled with a bunch of stuff that no one knows to check on uh just because like no one really knows like what's in there is just kind of like a hodgepodge of various like utensils that no one actually uses because pip usually just drinks all of his stuff just like neat or straight maybe like a I, I don't even know if there's ice in this this world. I imagine Pip just drinks individual uh, parts of like cocktails individually, oh, yeah. and then just like shit jumps around and it's like I'm mixing it in my stomach. Exactly. <laughs> so like in one of those sort of like weird cabinets, that's where Pip actually keeps the stuff that he doesn't really want anyone to find, mostly because no one really is going to check there or think to check there. For now. For now. Also, if you at home do not have a drawer full of just, like, I don't know, just stuff that goes here, I guess. I'm calling you out, you're a liar. Because everyone has one of those drawers. Yes, he's right. It's the truth. So, if you guys are are good to go, should we get into passenger stuff? Let's go! Alright, so, uh, uh, we're actually, hmm, you know what? Before we get to the passengers. So the, uh, the, uh, (laughs) the group of about a half a dozen... Vagrants um, come Love. onto the train uh, through the c- crew car entrance. Although they, they are heading towards the caboose, they are looking uh, a little cleaned up, um, but they still all have their like like charming, char- charming. They're, they're charming, unkempt facial hair. <laughs> no, I'm looking at Greg right now and trying to determine whether this is like a weird way of complimenting himself. <laughs> you got like a little bit of facial hair. I've got stubble because I shaved like I shaved on Friday. Listen, I don't know the standards for this. <laughs> uh, jokes on you, Hannah. They don't exist. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. But yeah, no, no. They they 
they they look like themselves. They're just they're just cleaned up now. Do they look better or worse cleaned up? I think they look better. All right, now I have to ask: Does unkempt facial hair just mean they have a lot of facial hair? Oh well, well like if they have a lot, it's uncombed. Okay. If they yeah. don't have a lot, then it's scraggly. Yeah. All right. I was thinking scraggly, which is why I was trying to determine whether Greg's little scruff counted. Both, both are applicable. So, you know, do they have want. a wild look in their eyes? Anyway, <laughs> we've spent too long on this. Yeah, they, they enter <laughs> and they're like, well, what do we have here? There's a bar. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yes. Hello, you six to 12 men. There is a bar, but you have to no, share with Pip. No, mademoiselle, there are only about a half a dozen of us. <laughs> oh, there are six of you, then. About. About. Hello, you four to eight men. He <laughs> <laughs> might be like a baker's half dozen where there's like the, the half dozen plus one. But huh. yes, we do have a bar. See what you miss by spending all your time. <laughs> In the caboose with a unicycle. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. I mean, Pip, the bar is for the whole crew. No, this bar is for only those who risk their lives on a semi-weekly basis trying to protect the train from ghosts and other spiritual entities. Well, I mean, you would let Trevor drink from the bar, right? No. <laughs> Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, shocking that no one other than Pip has ever tried to drink from the bar. <laughs> I, I think I think like one of them I, is trying to like sneak for something, but Pip just like smacks their hand away. Can I still keep my like juice back there? I mean, yeah, sure. Was, okay. Do Do you spend? A semi-weekly, on a semi-weekly basis, confronting the supernatural. I guess. Then You're making yes, it sound a lot more dramatic than I think it is. I think it's very important that we have something like this for like our, our promos or our bumpers. You so know what? Painful. That's a good point. Do not worry, mon ami. Uh, we here are uh, very understanding Is that you would perhaps uh, not wish for us to uh, take something we have not earned. The singular wheel teaches us all that we are together in the spokes of life. So until we are there, we shall respect your wishes. Until you fight a ghost, you confront the supernatural directly and personally with a large suit made of metals and various electrical components. One of one of them goes, uh, surely, surely confronting a spirit without such a uh, suit would be uh, more heroic. That's true, actually. I did that once. I thought it was very brave. I mean, okay, yes, it would definitely be more heroic for you to do that. Then, then, but then listen, <laughs> go right ahead, be my fucking guest. God, <sighs> Pip is extra Pip. ornery today. Yeah, Pip. Um, what? The uh, the the uh, vagrant laborers, the laborers start to uh, they they like tip their hats and they start to shuffle back to the caboose. How many have hats? How many have hats? I need you to describe uh, each individual hat, Greg. A few. A few De- have hats. Describe their hats. Uh, describe their brims. Kinds. 
Paint me a picture with words, Greg. Some of them, some of them are like little berets. Some of them are little bowler caps. Some of them are little sun hats. Do you guys uh, think I should get a hat? I mean, I, I think it was. I th- listen. The, the purpose of having a hat is that you want a hat. If you think you want a hat, then get a hat and try ours. Yes. It's not a big deal. If you I want don't a hat, know if I want a hat. Also, well, I, want... I don't know if I'm a hat person. I would mm. like to establish that at least one of the Frenchmen, uh, the vaguely Frenchman, uh, <laughs> the the vagrant, vaguely like French-accented men, uh, I will come up with a proper acronym for it at some point in the future, but uh, one of them, probably the one that sleeps in like the way way tippy top uh, hammock, has a uh, has one of those like little uh, the one of those like little diver hats. What's his name? Uh, diver hat? I have no I, idea what you're talking I about. I have absolutely no idea what you mean. Like Dio, a holy diver. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I'll oh. burn you. The 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 famous diver guy that Bill Murray played in a. Oh, Jacques Cousteau. Yeah. Oh. He's got a Jacques Cousteau hat. Yeah, that one. That one is the last to leave, like and he's like, uh, "Well, nine bulls, just let us know. Uh, should you ever have need of uh, rail maintenance, we shall work for you, as we are together here under the singular wheel." If you keep talking about the wheel, I'm gonna steal your pants. Just so, Mademoiselle, and he leaves. Really, steal your pants? Is that is that how you deal with people? I, I think you. I mean, sometimes. It's like he's he's wearing overalls, so like that's that is going to be an endeavor. I am a well practiced young thief. Huh? You know, there, <laughs> I guess that or I guess the orphanage really has like a pretty good curriculum as far as that's concerned. Yeah, the curriculum is called Devin Shyster, and he was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, choice, choice is right in the name, so like, it, it does make sense. Yeah, n- not not where you'd want to put your faith. Now, Pip, what needled your haystack? I beg your pardon. Why are you so nothing? Bad don't worry. Today? Don't worry about it. We all live together, though, so I'm a little worried about it. I'm very tired. Stop asking questions. I don't want to talk about it. Georgie uh, enters uh, from the, uh, the passenger car entrance. As Pip was being questioned, by the way, he was just like slowly like sinking behind the bar. By the time Georgie comes in, Pip is just sort of like a nose looking over like the edge of the counter. <laughs> just wanted to let you know. Yeah, I got I to gotta get into it again. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, please hold for 10 minutes. Ouch. Please, please hold for Georgie. <laughs> Everyone a, shut a up. Kilogram of steel. <laughs> Steel's heavy in the feathers. Uh, there we go. Just wanted to let you all know that uh, the uh, passengers are coming on, so gonna need you to stay inside the crew car, if that's all right. Okay. I mean, yep, yep. I mean, you know, it's just standard procedure. We can do that. Yep. Good. Also, did, did, did you hear? Did you hear we're going to, to Irubia? I did! I'm gonna see all my orphanage friends. How, how was your break, Georgie? Was it, was it good? Pip answers, like, again, still, like, mostly behind, like, and below the bar. Hey, does anybody know why we're going to Aruvia? Not that I'm not happy about it, but it's a little weird. I think we can. I called it a friend. Do you have friends? Pip just glares. <laughs> still from behind the bar. Oh, he wow. Looked- so you really don't want to go to the Imperial City? No. 
No, I do not. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm glad you won't have to go back then. I, it, I, I'm just a little curious what... No, no, you're not. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Oh, I, Andrew, kind of muttering to herself, I wonder if he's on the run. I wonder if, hmm. Right, well, yes, uh... Georgie, I've said too much. What you've heard here does not leave this this room, this, this bar. Maybe he's a spy and there are old contacts in the Imperial City. Mm. Pip blinks one eye at a time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this has something, ooh, maybe this has something to do with the hollow thing, how we don't know if he's a hollow. Hmm. No, 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 okay, all right, all right. I think, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that he's, he, you know how, you know, he had these ideas about the, the immortal emperor. You think maybe he had tried spreading those ideas in the Imperial City before? Oh, all right, I'll be back later. Bye, Georgie! <laughs> Glad to see the mystery is solved. Uh, thank you, Pippin. The mysteries are never solved. <laughs> she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to uh, do what we do at the start of every uh, train journey as the passengers come on. Are there any passengers that stand out? There is a very, like tired very stressed looking blonde woman with like kind of a a long face and just a deeply unhappy expression uh and behind her is this little child who's like a little bit like proportions are a little off and they they uh she just keeps going god damn it god damn it (laughs) craig and i watched hereditary last night (laughs) You're, you know what I mean? You put, you put the hereditary family. Yeah, I put the hereditary family on the train. Nice. No, just the mom and the daughter. Just Tony Collette. And just Tony Collette and Charlie. Tony Collette's on the train. Tony Collette, come on our podcast. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Unless. 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 I think it would be fun for her. She's she seemed very unhappy in hereditary. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Movie okay. started real. She was acting Hannah. I feel like that just takes a toll on you, though. That that, that is true. But like, she was robbed. She deserved. Tell me that acting in Hereditary it. doesn't sound like an incredibly stressful experience. I did actually read that acting in Midsummer was really bad. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure. Actually, you know what? Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. She's she's Akarosi, probably right. Probably yeah. Okay. Stefan guy? There's a. <laughs> I can't say this one. That oh. would be ridiculous. Oh, do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! So, there, there's just a guy. It's Ulfric Stormcloak. <laughs> Are we just? This is this is the run where we're just doing characters. <laughs> so like, I haven't. He's played a big Skyrim. burly Scoblander. All right. Uh, with a regal bearing to him. I, li- listen, I'm just trying to set up a good opportunity later on. <laughs> uh, Stefan? All right. Any I, passengers? I got you. Tricks. I got you. So, in walks a group of men, or a group of men surrounding a point, all facing their back to this point and moving in unison. 
inside inside this or inside this wall of men is some is a person you cannot make out what they look like you cannot make out who they are occasionally a hand comes between some of the men to direct them in a direction or hand something to somebody oh god <laughs> they move to the parlor car <laughs> Yay! Oh my goodness. Yeah. They shuffle over and uh, George is like, good day to you, sir. Oh! oh. <laughs> and they like push past. <laughs> they, I don't think they push past. I think they more scuttle. Yes, scuttle is the right word. <laughs> oh, oh, oh they, 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 the, the group of men separates around Georgie, but in such a way that, uh, that nobody gets to see what's inside except Georgie, <laughs> who looks puzzled after the fact. Yes. Like, like, confused whether she even actually saw anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I have one more passenger. Oh. Uh, it is a dog that has, like, a little uh, wallet on around his neck. And it has, like, tickets and everything, and it is very well behaved the entire time. There's a sign that just says Iruvio. It is also holding. That's that's it. There's, there's I have a real it. question for you. You don't need to change it. Is it a dog or is it a dork? It is a dork. Yay! Yes! So a, a, a dork! So a three a three legged uh, hairless dog like creature with a big mustache. What kind of must? <laughs> what what breed is this dork? What kind of mustache? <laughs> Yeah. Is, he, is he a broom handle, a goatee? Like uh, that's, is, that's how you refer to breeds of dwarves. This by is the a way. Fu Manchu. Ooh. <laughs> yup. I love and this dork. Scuttles over to uh, the parlor car where pets are allowed, and it uh, hops in and um, it hops onto one of the uh, chairs and makes Georgie fetch a coin out of the little pouch so it can sit in the comfortable chair. Oh. There's it. I, I would like to establish that this this dorg is not going to cause any trouble. I just want to establish that they are. Don't there. you worry. This this dorg will. Hey, I. I want this dorg. I say this with the most sincerity that I have ever said on this podcast. This dorg will not do it. Cause any trouble. <laughs> I know in the past my word my word has been. <laughs> Shaky, but I was off mic and to Hannah. <laughs> this, okay. this is on mic to the listener. This is my, this is my promise to you, the listener. This door is a good boy. I want to pet yes. this door. Hell yeah! I'm so excited for this door to be on the train. I'm, I'm right. just looking forward to one of our one of our line bolts to go in. Be confused to see a door sitting like in a chair, just behaving well, and then like. Okay, and we move on with our lives. <laughs> so, um, so as everybody gets settled, uh, the uh, the pride of Duskwall uh, starts up, getting ready to depart. Uh, Trevor, all right, uh, pride of Duskwall uh, leaving for Bright Harbor. Uh, the pride of Duskwall is leaving Bright Harbor. All aboard! <laughs> Head off. Now, the way to uh, Bright Harbor is interesting because the track uh, on the map goes up across the sea between uh, between Akaros and Irubia. Um So uh, it's amazing as you guys are heading out. Um, the pitch black void sea, it's 
pitch black is probably the wrong way to put it. Stars are there, deep below the surface, arranged in different places than the stars in the sky above, but still clearly there, shining with perfect clarity, with the exception of the waves that gently ripple the light. Uh, Drix, you saw this when you were leviathan hunting, but it was uh, much more disturbed by crazy leviathans. Now that it's just the pride of dust wall, like, on the rails, carving through, um, like, above the water, of course, but traveling at such a speed that you guys are sort of leaving, like, a little trail in the water. Mm -hmm. It's pretty great. Uh, uh, you, uh, you, Andrel, went this route, but the opposite, some time ago, when you first joined. But you're heading back to Arubia in, in the distance. Uh, not that you can see them. There's the, uh, the warmer climbs, the, uh, the distant volcanoes of, uh, of Arubia. Yeah, I think she, I, she was like crammed in the fucking uh, freight car last time. So I think she's like nose pressed against the window. Like, oh my god, it's it's so pretty. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever out. I don't think I've been out this way before. It's really nice looking. I've never, I've like, I've lived around the sea, but I've never seen it. Yeah, Pip, get over here. Take a look. Quiet grumbling in response. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. We can have a moment. That's true. That's true. Yeah. You know, ah, one day I got to show you the Plains of Severus. It's uh, green, brown, as far as the eye can see. That'd be, that'd, that'd be awesome. That's the good thing about this. I I mean, there's there's lots of things about this job, but I get to see a lot. Yeah. I, 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 it, getting to travel is a luxury that not a lot of people get, and mm -hmm. yeah, you can see everything out here. Placid and beautiful, uh, but suddenly there's a thumping uh, on the, uh, the crew car door from the passenger car. Uh, uh, there is uh, the Scotlander, uh, still dressed regally, but looking a little more frenzied, knocking on the, the hatch. <sighs> All right. What is it? Pip opens the door. You're the nine bulls. It's terrible. You need to stop the train. What's happening? Wait, why are you talking to us about this? We decidedly do not run You need this. to stop the train and get ready. Please. For what? Up ahead, there's something I, I can't tell you. Okay, I'm. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna go tell Trevor. You sure you you can't? Like, actually, I'm going to fire off a magnetic message to okay. Trevor. Oh right, that that makes a lot of sense actually. I think Pip also like gets up and looks at the uh, looks out at the the view and is like just sort of shrugs. You should be better. Yeah, can we look out the window? Do we see anything? Nothing. Okay. Sir, what's what's the actual problem? It looks really cagey. If you don't- I just- I, I, I thought I saw something. You get the feeling he's lying. I'm gonna send up another magnetic message to Trevor that says, never mind. And then I'm going to say, I mean, if you just thought you saw something, then why are we stopping the train? No, you don't understand. I'm, I'm certain about it. Well, if you can't tell us what it is, why should we stop the train? Will it place us or the individuals on this train in dire peril? 
can I try to impose my will? Yes! You are are certainly open to roll anything onto this person. Something something that I am probably not good at. Um, There's no way my steel is greater. It is a minus one. Mm -hmm. Um, Is my level greater? Probably not. I'm level zero. Um, I'm not a noble of Akeros, and I'm not going to threaten bodily harm. Uh, So just a straight roll. Uh, seven. Um, on a seven to nine, oh, they, like, have to take trauma. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, so, so we, we, we treat that as that working against NPCs. Yeah. Uh, imposing your will is something that's technically mostly only for other line bowls, but we like to use it here. Um, what are you trying to get him to do? I'd like him to tell me what he saw. It, that was what I was angling at with the, well, we're not I, I did not see anything. I... It is very difficult for me to explain it to you in uh, your Akarosi tongue, but I suppose you could say I uh, smelt it. What did you smell? There is a powerful supernatural force ahead. All right, I'm going to send a third message to Trevor that says, actually, please stop the train. And I'm going to take this man and say, we should go talk to our conductor. Uh, yeah. Can I roll insight? Yeah. That is a three into four minus one. So no hold, but I can ask a question right now. Uh, I, I think... I think actually I'm going to go for what should I be on the lookout for? You are over the water in a train. Um, Meaning if there is a powerful supernatural force, not only would it be a danger to you guys uh, above the train, but the, the pride of Duskwall itself is in a lot of danger. Unlike over lands, if, the Pride of Duskwall derails, you probably can't set it right because mm-hmm. it's going to sink. Noted. Yike. Drix, Drix like, approaches the guy, and uh, he's, he's, he's got an idea here. Now, I really hate to ask where people are from, but I have a friend who might have a similar sense of sense, if you get what I'm getting at. You wouldn't happen to be part Tichirosi, now, would you? You can just he's don't shout, He shouts some stuff in, uh, in Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he open hand slaps you. Okay! <laughs> Alright, listen, just because- I- I- I am from Arvaid in Scotland. Just because the Scotlanders resisted the notion of an Imperium does not mean that I would- Trade no, away no, any such I'm, thing. I am what? not accusing you of anything. You can't I would just go asking everybody. It, he just... said that he could smell a supernatural occurrence. You that can't doesn't just sound ask like... people if they're part Tichirosi, man. <sighs> you remember how badly my whole thing with Camilla went. Let's go talk to, I don't know, it, someone. It is not exactly smelling, it is. This is a, a, a very, a very sorry of our friend. He's very rude. He's, he, he's, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to be anything but hospitable. I swear. You certainly could roll an insight if you'd like. I would love to. Um, that's a seven, so hold one. So, you but can I would ask like to now, use it now. 
what's really going on here? So as he's gesticulating and when he was shouting, his regal cloaks and stuff were moving about. Um, underneath, he's got some like light, like it looks like like a weird cross between like business wear and like a little bit of like almost like ornamental armor. But you do spy among the folds uh, some weird like um, stone, like stone on the end of a pendant thing that you remember spying something similar to in uh, Bowery Kristoff's uh, place, the witch. Yeah. Guys, I think I think he's probably right. All right. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Let's. The train starts yeah. to stop. Okay. Should we go? I'm gonna get my suit on. We can go yeah. outside and look. No, you're you're right. I trust your judgment, little Spurs. Thank you, sir, for alerting us to this. Uh, please return to your seat. I'm sorry. I I, I know it's not really kosher. Ask after. After my friend was so rude to you, but are, are you perchance a yarl of some sort? A what? You know, a, a yarl. Well, we, we Scotlanders are perhaps many of us uh, descended from yarls and things, although if you were to be technical, uh, I would be I, I would be but a dame. I see, I see. This thank you is very informative. Once again, I apologize on behalf of my friends and the the pride dusk wall. We'll we'll get right on it and deal with your concerns. Man, I just Come thought... on, let's go. Uh, Pip grabs Drix by the ear and like drags him away towards the front of the train. Man, I just thought. I mean, we just went through this whole thing with. <laughs> Actually, I'd like to. As he's leaving, like, as they're mm-hmm. doing their aside, um, I'd like to just kind of touch, like, gr- kind of grab him, not, like, in an aggressive way, but uh, very quietly ask, is, I've worked in some jobs, and I saw stuff like that little pendant. Does that have anything to do with why you're telling us what you're telling us? His eyes like shoot down to his cloaks, and he notices that it's it's like revealed, and he like shuffles it back. I'm not. I'm not. It's not. I, look, the more information we have, the better we can deal with this. I'm not going to tell anyone. All right, but I say this. I, I, I am for to for my own protection. Yeah. And I am a practitioner of a uh, what you say, uh, witchcraft. I am perhaps a witch, and I uh, I was searching for supernatural entities, and I. I, uh, through my ritual, I was able to find that there is a large one up ahead. I do not know what has roused it. It is out of concern of my own life and everybody else's life here. Okay. Thank you. I'll, we'll check it out. For, uh, for, uh, those listening at home, uh, so, uh, Ghost Lines, the game, does have a brief section uh, what they call spectrology. It's where uh, the questions that we ask before we meet ghosts are. Um, and while uh, this is, a, you know, this is the same slash similar world of Blades in the Dark, they have uh, terminology of a witch in particular uh, here in Ghost Lines, uh, a person who is sensitive to spirits, uh, may be able to summon and communicate with ghosts, but most people don't believe in such powers. We have met Vauri Kristoff before, uh, who admitted to being a witch, but um, listeners will remember uh, the blue coats uh, smashed up uh, her. No, it didn't really hit well for her. 
Yeah, they smashed up her shop because she was uh, when spirit cults popped up. They assumed it was her scopic magic. Uh, so that's perhaps that's that's why uh, this individual would be very furtive with their practice. But yeah, you guys are suiting up. Suiting up. All right. What roles are we feeling? I want to be the owl. I don't think it's a good time for that, though. I mean, you could do it either way. You lose nothing by failing insight checks. Yeah. Let's do it. I think Piff goes like immediately for the owl, which is very probably disconcerting for the two of you guys. Yeah. Now, Andrew like gives him a second look, but doesn't say anything. All right. Uh, Drix, I'll go anchor. I'll go anchor. Take your pick of Rick or Spider. Okay. Hmm. Does is there anyone to like bring the spirit bottles if no one's the spider? I mean, you don't have to bottle them we could we silence could just destroy it. them yeah or just no, or just clear them just from the clearing. train <laughs> just clear or, them from the train too also that you, you mean i mean you can silence them that's just hard that's hard and i don't want to do it um <laughs> i'd feel better if we at least like have bottles on us though so i'll okay. go for spider and i'll do rook next time because i really want to do it at some point all right, um, Drix suits up in the anchor suit, but when he gets to the mask, he he grins at the two of you guys, tosses the mask over his shoulder, uh, reaches up for his newfound hat and pulls it off his head. He tips it down in front of him, or he tips it down in front of his face, presses it on, and then slides it back up into place. And, <laughs> and the mask has wearing a mask is like adhered itself to the front of Drix's face. So cool. Thank you. Ah, I I I called in so many favors to get this done. Alright. <laughs> I, I hope there's Sailor Moon Moon music or like Magical Girl transformation. Music oh, I, all... I definitely think, uh, I definitely think he's got like a little bit of a like, or just like a little bit of a music sting when it comes down over his face and then lifts up to reveal the mask. More work. Somebody, me. somebody will animate our tricks, our tricks transformation. That's the goal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey. uh, okay, so <laughs> are you guys headed to the? How are you guys headed? You guys are just headed right out and then to like the front of the train or are you guys headed to the front of the train and then out? Like what's the plan? I think front of the train and then out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, as you pass by or you're walking ahead, uh, everybody's like looking a little confused. Um, Drix, uh, Drix, uncomfortably close to your ear, you hear a <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> as a, a child is uh, a little too close to you. <laughs> Hi, hi there. Can I'm I I just I have got to I've got to get through this car and up to the front. I I have a great day. Her mother her mother uh stops you. Excuse me, uh but are we uh why are we stopping? I'm still Akarosi, uh, even though I'm Tony Collette. <laughs> uh, yeah, Akarosi Tony Collette, of course. Um <laughs> Yeah, um we yeah, we're we're going to be stopping, but just for a brief few minutes, we're going to uh, we're just going to check something out. That we we have some intelligence that says that uh, we. we oh, got some intelligence, do you? Yeah. Show us how they show the intelligence, will you? Are, are are you are you demanding that we show you what is wrong? I want to know why the train's stopping when I'm on the train. Wow. Um. 
Your your name wouldn't happen to be Karen, would it? <laughs> what basis? What basis do you have asking what my name is, sir? Hey, Drake, hurry uh, up! <laughs> You're trying to get my number, sir. Oh. Sorry, I'm professional. I'm. I would I'm never. With my daughter. I'm with my daughter, sir. I would never hit on somebody in the middle of working. Jeez, I'm. I'm going. I'm just gonna. I've got to go. Look. <laughs> Thank you for continue clicking. <laughs> I'm I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm out. And uh, Drix, Drix just kind of like shuffles past her up to the front car. Or up to the parlor <laughs> car would be next. Yeah, as you're passing through the parlor car, there's uh, the, the little dork <gasps> is uh, kicking in its sleep. Having little Aww. dreams. Bless. So my question to you, Greg, is the man wall in the hot tub? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, Georgie, Georgie, uh, as you guys are passing, does, doesn't give you any trouble as you guys are passing, but do you all know uh, why uh, why the train stopped? Yeah, we just got to check something. Some, like, mild, possibly ghosty stuff, but we're going to take care of it. I'm hoping there is not something that will place all of us and everyone on this train in immediate imminent danger, but that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of, you know, you see. I can't what you're saying. All right, uh going through I'll, I'll, I'll keep him calm thanks thanks georgie let's uh let's clear this one out real quick and as you you finally get the locomotive trevor's like all right uh i'll uh you know uh, i'll keep the uh the light on for you but don't worry we'll burst out any uh fire or anything you're the best trevor thanks bro. yeah i uh yeah i don't I, I don't see what the big deal is uh but then again uh <laughs> we're just checking on something don't worry about it uh all right Sometimes you gotta trust your gut. So you guys climb up top. Does, does Trevor have a scar from where he bit through the, the spike? Yeah, sure. Probably. Aww. Poor Trevor. Aww, poor Trev. <laughs> Alright. Pip, you see anything? Yeah, you guys get up top and you see the track. Uh, again, it's still elevated above the water some, but the water's right... No, not right, well, right there, but like that's all there is between... There's, there's, there's track a tiny bit on like the side for people to like walk on like a tiny bit and the starry sea in the distance you can only really see it now that you're like standing up here you spot that the track way ahead uh seems uh bent and there's even like separations at one spot the track's like real fucked up hmm. it is, I, I see something it's, it's way down there we're gonna need the we're gonna need the the guys from the, the caboose to go and do something about it, or else we're gonna derail. Do you see anything supernatural with the goggles? Oh no, yeah, let's, let's find out. And Tip turns the owl goggles on. Uh, should I roll insight? Sure thing. Roll, bitch, roll. <laughs> that is a five and a one, so a six minus one, that's a five. So. Ask me a question. Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? So. On the ghost lines sheet, there's a section for harm and trauma. And harm described, it gives you some numbers and it tells you some things that correlate to those numbers. Um, one thing used is um, manifestation attack by a ghost. That's two. And um, th- at like three, there's like a major manifestation attack by a ghost. So that tells us that ghosts have to put in some effort to manifest and physically affect the world. Normally, guys have been like punched or like scratched. Um, the most powerful manifestation you've experienced so far was when Rip Southwood uh, like concentrated 
like a heat beam to obliterate uh, Camilla's hat Aww. on the previous line. In order to gone but not forgotten. In order to damage the Imperial Railway's track, that's that's some serious firepower. That would require a yeah, it would be a lot. So you should be on the lookout for something that can something that can give like great physical impacts. There's there's some kind of there's some kind of a uh, entity about that has great physical power. Is is something around here? Is is real big? It's real strong like. How how big and strong like? It damaged the track. Oh, that's hmm. actually kind of bad. What do we do? I guess we either provoke it or or yeah, I, I guess I guess I provoke it. All right, everyone, stand back. Uh, Drix is going to turn on the or turn on the anchor suit, uh, and he's going to yell out, "All right, you big beluga, come and get me!" Beluga, beluga. It's a, it's like a you, you know it's like a type of leviathan. The ghosts of crickets chirp. <laughs> as, as Drix uh, lights up uh, bright electric blue on the train nothing going on I think it might be a little bit further out I'm gonna pop down back into the train and tell Trevor uh, the track ahead is damaged <laughs> are you serious? yeah this sucks yeah Angela sucks yeah we're over the sea we are alright I'll call you or call those new guys. Okay, thank you. Uh, caboose, uh, caboose. We, 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 That's all. What the? That's like all they say. How they respond? They don't. They don't know Roger, but yes. Yeah, they 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 start to spread out. They've got like little masks going, and um, they got little masks and little packs and stuff. Well, this looks like a job for us, uh, laborers. No. You can sit back, uh, line bulls, and uh, perhaps, uh, what were you doing before? Sitting on your bunk beds and uh, enjoying some schnapps. <laughs> I don't drink alcohol, but I think we should probably go with you just in case some ghosty stuff happens. Ooh, but what if they're trying to get us away from the train? I, I think this is going to be like a compromise sort of thing. We're like, you know, decide whether we're going to protect these guys. Or we're gonna protect the train, and honestly, I like the train more. Yeah, but if these guys don't fix the tracks, then we're uh, stuck. Also, that's very mean. Yeah, well, I'm not. Where are you guys having this conversation? I think outside the train, right? Yeah, like like on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, top. Overlooking everything. <laughs> yeah, the, the labor guys went off the sides. They're on like little walkway areas. And they're like looking up, talking to you guys, and you guys. Are... <laughs> Drama. The placement of the players uh, in in the scene reflects their status in society. <laughs> oh no, classism! Um, oh, I flicked him in the head. Uh, yeah, so there's uh, some knocking on the window, and uh, the laborers are looking confused. And they're looking at it. Go away! Go away! Stay stand back! Who's that? Do not know. Some strange man is knocking on the window. Get back! Oh. On the window. And we that range. I start smacking the <laughs> Okay, maybe don't do that. Uh, who, who is it? I'll, yeah, I'll jump down? Sure. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you, you hop down from the train. Do you do, do, you do a three And you see, yeah, the, the Scotlander. He's going, he's knocking, and he 
goes and he like points to his cloak and he's like he starts making movements with his hands like speed it up. <laughs> I I uh, I make like I like exaggeratedly shrug my shoulders like I don't know what's happening. He's uh he goes and he like face palms and he starts to go eventually stuff again and then suddenly you see um you see uh as he starts to move his hands his hand is uh grabs tightly but not like uh violently or anything. Hmm by uh, the little girl and he like freaks out clutching his heart and um, but then like you know calms down and like starts to breathe in and out but then uh, it looks like uh, the, the mother is uh, talking to him angrily and it's like interrogating in- interrogatively <laughs> well shit I'm gonna uh, fuck I don't want to separate the party but somebody's gotta deal with it uh, we could send Trevor George, maybe Georgie will take care of it. I think we should go. I think we should go look at the tracks. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think we should make our way down there. Yeah. You guys wander down with the uh, laborers, and um, <laughs> and they're, they're like going like, and so uh, that is why uh, we are perhaps uh, understanding uh, enough of the uh, mechanisms to uh, to uh, repair the track uh, as. We are all connected here on the singular, singular wheel, and that is why. Nobody asked, and I am serious about stealing your pants. Pip is, like, hanging the furthest back, I think. Just Still just kind of looking around, trying to see what there is to see. Can, can I roll another insight? Hold, hold that. They get ready to start uh, to, like, tamp the uh, tamp some of the bent bars uh, back down, and then, like, maybe add a little bit of a replacement. It'll take some time, and then... There, there are uh, a couple of lights traveling across uh, the void sea that are not the stars as uh, they skim across the water. Two spirits begin to approach. Whose name do they call? It's, it's, it doesn't need to be a proper name name. It could be like a title or something. Uh, it doesn't need to be a na- name that has any meaning to you. Just this is just uh, an explanation um, of to why these two ghosts are traveling together. I think they are both calling out for Archie. <laughs> what? You know what you did. Don't pretend Do you don't know what you did. The the, the apparitions uh, approach, feminine in look. One of them goes, uh, yeah. Archibald, and the other one goes. Where are you, Archie King? You're making this a Riverdale thing. You made this a Riverdale thing. This is not an accident. I will not believe this is an accident. Did not mean for this to be a Riverdale thing. <laughs> you fool! Pride of Dustball is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, where we played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville, played by me, Hannah. Adric, a.k.a. Drix, badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan. Pippin. Pip McKeel, badge name McKeel, played by Guy. And I have been your conductor.
Rec. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train. And I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us, and please consider traveling with us again next time. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 yours Faustian Nonsense thanks you for your patronage. Just like yours.